0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, A Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Victoria, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Wednesday, December 5th. We, today we're reading from the Big Book, Chapter 5, How It Works, and beginning on page 76, the first paragraph if we can answer, to our satisfaction, the sentence beginning with, if we can answer. Today's readers, in the order they will be reading, are Carol P., Judy B., Michelle, Sharon, and Fran. The share code for Tuesday, December 4th meeting, if you want to listen to that recording, is 3458.
1: through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had it, a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive leaders and to practice these principles in all our affairs.
0: Thank you, Anne-Marie. I will now ask Margaret K. to read the Twelve Traditions. Good morning Victoria, good morning Vision for you, this is Margaret Recovered in South Jersey. One, our common welfare should come first, personal recovery depends upon LA unity. Two, for our group purpose there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants they do not govern. Three, the only requirement for LA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. Thus, problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self supporting, declining outside contributions. 8. O-Readers Anonymous should remain forever nonprofessional, but our service centers may employ special workers. 9. O-A is such would never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. O-Readers Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the O-A name would never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relation policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, televisions, and other public media of communication. 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you. Thank you, Margaret. How our meeting works. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the Big Book, Chapter 5, How It Works, on page 76. The first paragraph, beginning with, if we can answer to our satisfaction. I will now ask,
2: Carol P. to begin reading. Good morning, Victoria. Good morning, a vision for you. My name is Carol, compulsive overeater. If we can answer to our satisfaction, we then look at step six. We have emphasized willingness as being indispensable. Are we, are we now ready to let God remove all, from us all the things which we have admitted are ob- objectionable? Can He now take them all, everyone? If we still cling to something, We will not let go. We ask God to help us be willing. Pass. Thank you, Carol. Would
0: someone
3: like to comment on what was just read? Press star 1 to unmute your phone. Good morning.
4: This is Leah, a recovered compulsive overeater. Good morning, Victoria.
0: Good morning, Leah.
4: Yeah, good morning. Go ahead, please. Good morning, everybody. Um, Step six, we have emphasized willingness as being indispensable. Are we now ready to let God remove from us all the things which we have admitted are objectionable? Um, What's objectionable? Well, what's objectionable are those grosser handicaps, uh, that we found out about you know when we were studying uh step four you know the the selfishness the self seeking the fear the the uh dishonesty, am I ready to let go of that to have God remove from me all the things which I have admitted are objectionable? The big book recognizes that even though I might uh see and understand what those character defects are through the writing of that uh fourth step and the discussion of the contents you know in step 5 i might not be willing to let go of them yet so there's actually a separate step here step 6 where i take time to pause um and think about that you know um am i willing am i am i willing To let go of them? Am I willing to let go of them? Um, You know, the big book is creating a pause here for me. Um, You know, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. I'm not asking Him yet. That's a different step. I'm just preparing myself. Am I willing? Because those character defects have been part of me for a long time. You know, strange as it sounds, sometimes we'd rather sit in today's pain and suffer than take a chance on doing something different. You know, yes, my behavior may be poor, and yes, it may be destroying my life and destroying the lives of others, but I know it. You know, it's my life, and this is how I've always been. And the unknown uh, rears, you know, a level of, angst, and uncertainty. You know, I'm used to the pain. I'm used to the pain. I'm used to the pain, and I know what it's like, and I've learned to deal with it in my own way, and I don't know what the future is going to hold, and I don't know what God wants me to be, so I'd rather suffer here with what's familiar than take a chance on changing. But the thing is that these character defects and these shortcomings will be replaced by character strengths. God will change me. He will change from what I had become to that which he intends for me to be. God will change me to what he intends me to be. And when those character defects of mine and those shortcomings disappear, they can then be replaced with things like love and courage and selflessness and the will of God. And and, and and through that, I'm going to experience some peace of mind and some serenity. So this step just allows for a pause, emphasizing, am I willing? Am I willing? We have emphasized willingness as being indispensable. Are we now ready? Am I ready to let God remove from us all the things which we have admitted are objectionable? Can he now take them all, every one? And if we still cling to something, we will not let go. We ask God to help us be willing. With that, I pass. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Leah. This is Victoria, compulsive overeater. I'd like to comment on this small paragraph on the sixth step in the big book. This is what we get. There's much more in the 12 and 12 on the sixth step, but um, this is how the sixth step is explained to us in the big book. And it's it's a quiet step. It's a quiet step of going inside myself and my interior world and asking an important question, which has to do with clinging, whether I'm clinging. And this step can, failure to work this step rather, has caused me a lot of confusion in the past because the God of my understanding is not a God that will wrestle me to the ground and demand that I submit my defects of character. Um, I, that choice of submitting my defects of character, of releasing my grip on what is causing me pain, what is creating wreckage in my life and the lives of others, comes from me and me only, and there have been times when my pain was so great that my mind told me, of course, I am in so much pain, I want to let go, I want to release my grip, when in fact, I hadn't gone inside myself deeply enough to find that Velcro that Velcro, that sensation of Velcro within that let me know I'm still holding on for whatever reason. Maybe it's because I can't imagine myself as anybody else. My imagination is so small that fear takes over. But more often, it's that I simply bypass this quiet step and jump right on to the next, which is asking, and I ask before I become entirely ready. And when I do that, nothing happens. Nothing happens because I'm still holding on to that defect. With that I'll pass. Someone else would like to share on this paragraph?
5: Yes, thank Sorry, you. Hi, this is Margaret. Hi, it's this this is Kathy. May I share?
0: Yes, Margaret, go ahead first please. Then Kathy. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Vision, for you. You know, we are now ready to let uh, God remove from us all the things which we have admitted are objectionable. You know, and I just think to myself, for years and years and years and years, even in the program, I just didn't know. I had no clue of how self-centered and self-absorbed I was. I thought, you know, as Bill thought, you know, I who had thought so well of myself and my abilities to surmount obstacles, you know, but then finally I was cornered at last. And I remember when people talked about being selfish and self-centered, and I was sure, I mean, absolutely 100% sure that that was not me. I mean, because it just couldn't be me. I mean, I could see everybody around me, but I could not see that deep character defect in me because my my pride was so thick, I couldn't see through it. And so now I think to myself, as I'm sitting here reading this and understand my pride and Being self-absorbed through working the the first uh, five steps and and looking at my character defects and having somebody help me because I was absolutely blind to myself and my pride. You know, I just just had to, to smile because at least, you know, at this point, you know, we're at the point where we have really looked at ourselves and we're, you know, we have come out into the light a lot. You know, we've come far into the light. By shining that flashlight on our character defects and having somebody to help us do that, so now we can. You know, I was always thinking, are we now ready to let God remove from us all these things which have admit which we have admitted are objectionable? I'm just so grateful that I had done the steps before that I that I did have help in in uh, shining that. Um, flashlight so that I know now to let my grip go of this you know I was thinking last night a lot about pocket our pride you know pocket what an action that is to pocket my pride so I'm just grateful because it makes step six so much easier because I didn't have any idea what to let go of before and now through working the first five steps I do and, and I'm so grateful
5: for that Without that I pass
0: Thank you, Margaret. Go ahead, Kathy.
5: Thank you. Uh, um, This is Kathy. I'm a a recovered addict and uh, want to comment on step six. Um, The first few times I read this paragraph, um, I focused on uh, can he now take them all, every one? And somehow I read that to mean that if I seriously took step six and took that quiet time and reviewed um, all of my defects that I wanted God to take from me, that then he would take them all. And um, what I realized today is I I really didn't interpret that correctly because um, God, what I've experienced is that God takes these from me when he's ready, not when I want him to. Um, so I find myself having to repeat this step often. I find myself having to to pray for willingness um, uh, when my particular character defects, especially fear and perfectionism, uh, come up and... I realize once again they have not been removed. Um, perhaps they don't happen as often as they used to, but they have not been entirely removed. And I need to go back and once again pray for the willingness to surrender these to God. Um, so although it's only a paragraph, it's a step that uh, I find myself having to return to often. Um and it seems that little by little um particular character defects are being removed. Um, but it's not a one time event, um, and it requires me to take this quiet time regularly and pray for willingness. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Kathy. Would someone else like to comment on this paragraph? This, this is Murray. Hi, this I'm is Sari. Could you repeat please? I couldn't make out either name.
3: This is Janice.
0: And I'm Linda from Okay, I I'll wait.
3: Okay, I heard
0: Janice and there was someone after Janice. I heard Linda. Who was after Janice?
1: Anne Marie.
0: Anne Marie. All right. So Janice and Anne Marie, then Linda. Go ahead, Janice. Good morning, Victoria. Good morning vision for you. My name is Janice. I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, God. Yeah, this is this is indeed a powerful paragraph when I look at it when I look at it to see exactly what it says about me. Exactly what does this paragraph say about me? Well, you know, it says human beings resist change. You know, that's what it says about me. That I that those things I've identified. You know, those things, the resentments, the fears, the inconsiderate attitude and behaviors that I had. Are they objectionable? Are they objectionable? Well, without a doubt, I can say, yes, they are. Looking at myself in my entirety, doing that step four inventory and the step five, I loved what someone said yesterday about the humility that comes, the understanding that comes from doing step five and seeing myself in my entirety. Are those objectionable? Holy cow, yes, they are. Yes, they are. But am I human? Am I oh, so human? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And it asks me once again, can God take them all? Can he take them all, everyone? So it's another piece of surrender for me. It's another piece of looking at lack of power That was my dilemma. If lack of power was my dilemma originally when I looked at step one, then it's still going to be my lack of power here in step six. I am just as powerless over all of those character defects that were so defined as I was over the food. Except the food is down now. And do I want to go back to living my life the way I lived it before? Oh, God, please no. Please no. Because I've experienced some abstinence here. The food is down. The transformation is beginning. The transformation is beginning. And do I believe that I can continue this process? That's what Bill W. was asking in these questions, I believe. These first 100 know me. They know me. Are, am I ready to let God remove all these things? All these things. Can he now take them, everyone? Do I believe that lack of power is still my dilemma? And do I believe there is a power greater than me? And if I've made that decision to let that higher power guide me, my thoughts and my actions, then here the rubber's going to meet the road once again, once again. And I can dig deep down within myself and say, please, God, please continue this process in me and through me and i'm ready i don't know what it's going to look like i don't know what it's going to look like but i believe that one day at a time just like the food is down one day at a time these character defects will be removed one day at a time and if i've come to believe this far i can can continue to believe that god will do for me what i could not do for myself and with that i'll pass thank you janice Go ahead, Anne-Marie.
1: Good morning. This is Anne-Marie, Recovered Compulsive Eater. We're on the top of page 76. This first paragraph is step six in the um, big book. Um, and Step six is we uh, were entirely ready to have God remove all these uh, defects of character. So this is a quiet step as it was mentioned earlier. Um, It's a reflective step. And which is an action, you know, it you know, just because we're gonna sit quietly, um, does not mean that it's not an action and it's not something that we can just kind of skim over just because it's a small paragraph. You know, one of the things one of the character defects that I had, um, which I thought was a um a, a quality that I had was people pleasing. I thought that was, you know, wonderful that I was a, a people pleaser. And um, you know, in the 12 and 12, I'm not sure if it's in step six, but somewhere in the 12 and 12, it says, what will become of me? Well, I'll become, well, it says, I'll become the hole in the donut. You know, if, if I'm not a people pleaser, that's who I am. How would I want to, why would I want to give that up? And fear, as mentioned earlier, you know, that played a big part. What am I going to become if I'm no longer um You know a people pleaser because i thought that's who i was you know that was a big character defect that um i really needed i mean i just tripped over myself trying to get to help other people um and i really had a look at that and i didn't have to wait until it was removed you know because i probably would you know all i had to do was be willing that's all this step is, is saying. You know, uh, you know, we're um, entirely ready to have God remove all these defects. We're we're ready. I'm I was ready. I'm ready to have God remove these, these defects. When I become willing in God's time, as it was mentioned before, God will do the rest. All I had to do was be willing, and it was the same thing when I was ready to become abstinent. I just had to be ready and willing you know, willing for God to do whatever it takes for him and in his time, you know. So um, I just had to, you know, um, this is an action step. And, um, you know, I remember just doing this and just kind of skimming over it um, because it was such a small paragraph. But, you know, and and this is a prayer, this last sentence, you know, God help us to be willing, you know. In any situation, I love this little prayer. It's short, it's quick, it's easy for me to remember. And um, I just, uh, you know, appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Anne-Marie.
6: Good morning, Linda. Go ahead, please. Morning, Victoria and everybody. Wow. I am learning so much. When I woke up this morning and I was talking to God and I was listening and I was told to sit quietly, and look at all the things that have unfolded for me. You can't see them. I can, this morning, just this morning, because um, the defect or the trait that I've held on to is low self-esteem, and I didn't know that was self-will. I thought it was kind of like humility, modesty, humility, and good Lord, it's created havoc, and of course it's gotten better. And like the previous uh, speaker, I, you know, I did it fast, the sixth step. The first time I did it, I went, what? Oh, okay. And, you know, that was 30 years ago. And I practiced the steps. I am recovered. And uh, I've let go of a lot of, of things. And it came down to all the things that you folks were talking about. And because of the steps, I was not doing it automatically, but not doing it with maybe the insight. Yeah not doing it with the insight that I've heard this morning, wow, in the last two days, amazing, about the sixth step. But um, I continue to grow, and holy mackerel, of course I can't heal low self-esteem by myself. No. And it's like boing. So I thank you so very much, and I pass. Thank
0: you, Linda. Before we move on to the next paragraph, is there anyone else who would like to comment on this paragraph?
7: This is Paula. May I comment? Yes, Paula. Go ahead. Thank you, Victoria. You know, it's a very short paragraph, and yet through the whole paragraph is God. And this is where the answer is always. But you know, the answer, first there were questions. And it said we have emphasized willingness, so it begins with, willingness. And it's indispensable. You can't do it without it. And then it again. Are we now ready to let God remove us from all the things we admitted are objectable? By the way, that's a question that only you can answer again. Can he take them all, everyone? Another question for you. Do you think there is something that is too big in you or perhaps you'd like to use the word too little in you that God can't take? That is the question again. If we cling to something, we will not let go. And there it is again, again with willingness. And what does it say here? Ask God to help us be willing. There is God again at every turn, at every turn and in every place. Help us. Help us. And he always answers, and he does. Thank you for allowing me to share. And with that, I do pass.
0: Thank you, Paula. Let's move on to the next paragraph. Judy B., would you read, please?
8: Uh, good morning. This is Judy B., a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. When ready, we say something like this. My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. We have then completed step seven. Again, one paragraph, but oh, so much here. So much here. we we know our character defects by this point. We have thought about them, talked about them, um, been aware of them. And this is our time when we, we go to God and we, and we ask him, you know, please remove these from me because with these character defects, I am not able to be as useful to you as I would like to be. And then we ask him for the strengths to go out from there and to do his work and and this just it tells us what the what the real meaning of our life is we we are here to be useful to god and to others and no longer do we have to uh be thinking about what what we need what we want to do what what would please us what would give us comfort you know Um. Our life just changes when 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 we can give up. When we can give up.
0: Judy, are you there? I think we may have lost you. Okay. Um Judy, are you on the line?
8: Can you hear me now? Yes, is
0: this Judy? This is Judy. Okay, go ahead. Finish up. Yeah, just we, lost you for a little bit.
8: I don't know where I was when I when it stopped, but anyway, I'll just um briefly say that this paragraph is uh showing us how we can be useful to uh God and to others and we ask him for the strength to go out and and do what he would have us do each day and um for me I, I know that being self conscious and being dishonest have been the two of the things which I have um had to ask God to really help me with because I held on to those things and um it it did not serve his purpose, you know, it was selfishness and and, and wanting to look good and, and not wanting to hurt another's feelings and just God is just granting me the strength to change you know to um to do more of his work more and more every day and um slowly but surely i i am able to let go of some of those things and he and he's changing the way i think and the way i approach life and i'm just i'm so grateful for that this this seventh step is is a very important part of our our growth and um and it never stops i mean i i I see more and more um, just just little bits of of how I hold on to things, and 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 God changes that. I'm just I'm so grateful, so grateful for this program. With that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Judy. Who else would like to comment on this paragraph?
9: It's this is better.
10: Hi, my name oh. is.
0: Okay, I heard Monica. Um, Monica, would you go ahead, please?
2: Hello. Good Good morning, everyone. My name is Monica, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Step seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. And the principle here is humility on step seven. And I love this prayer. And this prayer, as you notice, has an amen at the end of it in our third step prayer that we had back on page 63, did not have any amen. And I was told that everything between step three and later on was with God. And steps three through step sevens were in the process of getting me in touch with God. And now here I am at step seven. By this time, my, my faith, my confidence is growing in God. I've been seeing things happening here. And, and I do have that willingness or more willingness with step six. And I'm seeing things differently. And with this amen here, I am signing a contract with God. At this point, I'm signing a contract with him to do his will. Amen. So be it. And, and humility, you know, being humble giving credit where credit is due. By this point, I know I have come a, way, a long ways, and I realize it's God, it's God, it's God, that he is everything, and that he has all powerful, all power, and he can do for me what I couldn't ever do for myself. And by the step seven, I'm starting to see this more and more and more. And so here... I'm going to ask him to remove these things that are keeping me away from him. You know, you can't ask God and tell God at the same time. And you can't be humble and demanding at the same time. So hopefully by this point, after doing all that writing in my fourth step, giving it away to um, a, another human being and God in the fifth step, that now I know it's not me. I don't have the power. I need his help. And now I'm signing a contract with him. So be it. Your will, not mine, be done. And with that, I pass. Thank you,
0: Monica. Who else would like to share on this paragraph?
10: My name is Verna.
0: Okay, I heard Verna. Who else? And Esther. Esther. All right. Go ahead, Verna, and then Esther.
10: I'm Verna from Arlington, Massachusetts. My first time calling in. Thank you. Um, Just very, very grateful for this paragraph and have always been in my early years in uh, OA recovery. I uh, kind of uh, breezed over the six and seven step because I really didn't get what they were doing. I knew it was a silent step. I knew it was sort of quiet work within. I just really didn't grasp onto it. Uh, Today, growing in my recovery, I do know that... um, and I've come to believe in a power greater than myself, Uh, and I know that the God of my understanding is my creator, my sustainer, my source of life, um, my protector, you know, um, and all-loving, as it says in the second tradition as well, um, that I can entirely learn to depend and trust in that, and that's taken time, and to become willing, and then uh, that he should have all of me. And, good and bad, and in between, and everything else, and the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the mundane, and the nooks and the crannies, and every piece of me, and, you know, I love this prayer, uh, and it says, um, when ready, we say something like this, so this doesn't have to be the exact words, but what better, and how well written it is, um, so we can, um, you know, adapt this, adopt this. And uh, my creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. And I pray that you remove from me every single defect of character which stands in my way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here. And I I just love that because it's not like all the character defects get removed all at once, but we're asking for that. (laughs) We are asking for that. And uh, God, being the um, creator, sustainer, and for me also the originator of life knows the timing and knows the when and the where and the how and for me it's been you know years of continual growth and sometimes a little bit of you know two steps forward one step back uh, three steps forward a couple of inches back yeah you know, whatever it is the ups and the downs and that he works out that change in me and i'm just for every single defect of character. And in hindsight, I can see the changes that have happened. And, uh, you know, grant me strength because we need strength. We need His strength. We don't have it on our own. If we did, we wouldn't be here. And and to do your bidding and to, like, really come to a place of trusting with my whole heart, my whole being, my whole gut, spirit, that uh, this God really is well-intentioned, really is well-intentioned. Um, and really has my best interest at heart and I really can engage in every aspect and and give over every aspect of my life, every fiber of my being, every um, hesitation, every resistance, every doubt that I might have. And that has just taken time. So these things involve time. And, um, you know, uh, again, two powerful little paragraphs here and yet it involves our whole lives. And um, so I, I'm very grateful to have the ongoing, continual, progressive recovery going on within me and within the fellowship as we witness each other's growth. And, um, and you know, once we've said the prayer and we've actually acknowledged and uh, given him permission to do this cleaning out, then we've completed step seven and, and how how good that feels, and then we can move on to the next step. So thank you very much.
3: Thank you, Verna. Go ahead, Esther. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Esther. I'm a compulsive overeater in Canada. I just wanted to comment on this line, I'm now willing that you should have all of me good and bad. But wait, why do I want to give God what's good? Don't I want to keep what's good and give away what's bad? Um, so what I learned here was that I, I don't really know, you know, what parts of me are useful and not, what parts of me are, are good or not. Um you know my character traits, my instincts, as we had discussed, you know before, they're um, they're natural, they're God-giving, God-given, and they're universal. But sometimes when I um, it demand more of them than is necessary to serve God, that's where I get into trouble. So really, I I have many character traits, but I don't know in what measure they're appropriate and and what measure they're going to you know, they're self-centered and they get me into trouble. So this is why I say to God, I said, God, I'm going to give you everything. You know you know who I am. You know what I am. Give me what I need to serve you and my fellows. I want to be useful to you and others around me. And I don't know how much um, of any of these character traits I'm going to, you know, I'm going to need in order to do that. But you know and, you, and you'll give me what I need. And that, t- to me, is, is the prayer. Because, for example, a certain amount of, you know healthy fear, fear would be appropriate to keep me out of danger, but then maybe um I need to stay away from fear that is um you know based on self will and wanting things my way you know all all of these uh all these um, differentiations that i can't can't make, but that's what I pray here is that I say i'm God I'm giving all of me over to you you know um give me what i need um in order you know you take away from me you know the those things that are character defects. Um, which st- stand in the way from my being useful to you and others, and-, and leave me with the rest that I'll that I'll be needing to use in order to serve you and be of service to others as well. Um, and that's it. With that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Esther. Before we move on to the next paragraph,
0: would anyone else like to comment on what was read?
4: This is Janet. Leia.
0: <laughs> Janet. And then and then Leia, and who else? Vered. Vered, all right. Jazz, go ahead, please, then Leia, then Vered. Thank you, Victoria, thank you very much. Always I am reminded of something in the 12 and 12 when we read this paragraph in the big book, and it's on page 108 in the 12 and 12, if you're interested. It says, then in step seven, we humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings such as he could or would under the conditions of the day we ask. Under the conditions of the day we ask. And I tell you, when I read that, it's it's in a beautiful part of step 12 in the 12 and 12 where it's actually talking about this entire process and where step 7 fits into this process of the steps. And that was so reassuring, so comforting to me, and so explaining to me when I read that. Because just like I put the food down one day at a time, and I work the steps one day at a time, step seven fits beautifully into that one day at a time. Because it says God could or would remove those character defects of mine under the conditions of today. What's going to happen to me? Today? Am I going to be snarky with my coworkers today? Am I going to be short on the phone with my sister today? You know, whatever the conditions are of today, remove those character defects that stand in my way from knowing the ways of love. Remove those character defects so that I can be kind to the clerk who helps check out my groceries. So that I can be friendly to the, to the teller at the bank who's going to help me. So that I can be loving and kind to my son, to my grandson. You know, it's under the condition of today, it says. And that's how, isn't that how all of these steps work? You know, God removed my character defects under the conditions of today. Whatever I'm facing today. Because I can I can rely on God to do today what I can't think about next week and next month and next year and forever and ever, amen. But I can be here now in today. And step seven is a powerful step right here in today. Thank you, God. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Janice. Please go ahead, Leah.
4: Thank you so much. You know, on step seven here, by the time we get to this point, you know, hopefully we realize that the only one who who can meet my needs is God. You know, uh, this disease pummeled me to a bloody pulp. Um, Certainly, uh, I couldn't um, be abstinent, you know, on the basis of self-will or self-knowledge. And it's true with my, uh, you know, character defects. I'm unable to change strictly on the basis of self-will or self-knowledge. I need help. You know, and, and, and those needs are going to have to be met by God. Every step up until this point has reinforced the same theme: I'm unable, but God is able. <laughs> I can't, but he can. This whole step process is bringing me closer into that connection with God. Because by step seven, um, you know, I had abandoned the illusion that I could help myself. Because the pain of my former life, that misery, that suffering, that degradation had caught up to me and caught up to me good. And I, I, you know, I was lying wounded with self-inflicted injury. So I knew I couldn't do this job myself. You know, God respects my free will. And if I insist on living that way, he'll let me use my free will until it kills me. And it almost did. So as long as I place self-reliance first, genuine reliance on God is out of the question. So in, in this prayer here, I'm pleading, my, my creator, I'm now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I just visualize you know, myself throwing myself at God, um, a surrender of a deeper level than my initial surrender. Here, God, here I am. I mean, take all of me, because look at what my best thinking did. You know, here I am, take all of me, I just visualize. that was a visualization I had then, and it's a visualization I still have. I just throw myself cleave to God. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character, which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. You know, those barriers stand in the way to his power. You know, I couldn't deal with my obsession on my own. I can't deal with these obstacles on my own. These obstacles block the sunlight of your spirit, God. And I want to be your servant, God. I want to be loyal to you. I want you to use me. I know now that I have strengths and talents, and I want to be able to use them to serve you. Please, God, take all of me. Mold me. Hammer me, you know, I, I, I visualize a bar of iron, you know, a bar of iron, it's, it's useless, but through heat and pressure and hammering, you know, it is molded into something like a horseshoe that can be utilized and served. It's the same thing, you know, left to my own devices, I am useless, God. I I am worse than useless. I destroy myself and I destroy those around me. Please, God, take me. This is obviously my own interpretation, but, you know, take me, God, and do with me as you will. I'm surrendering myself to you, God. I want to be of service to you, God. Please, God, I want to perform your will. Please, you know, so it is a deeper level of surrender because I accept now not only my compulsive overeating, but I also accept on the deepest level the shortcomings related to my compulsive overeating. So I'm humbly asking God to remove those shortcomings, which means I'm giving complete license to that loving power, to my merciful God to work in my life, believing that God's wisdom far exceeds my limited vision, far exceeds my own wisdom. And with that, I pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Leah.
4: Go ahead, Vered.
9: This is Vared.
0: Yes. yes, go ahead. Hello.
9: Okay, thank you. This is Vered, a Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Um, I must say that it's the first time that I feel that, but I really feel that this is, for me, the servant prayer. and There is a major shift in this prayer within the journey of the recovery program here. In step four and step five, it was cleaning house, dealing with my trash, with my garbage, with all the things I've done wrong um, in my life. So it, it has to be done thoroughly, but it has to do with me, varied. And then I have to sit down and think if there wasn't anything that i forgotten or wanted to forget, and sometimes, and I remember for, my, for myself, after finishing step five and answering, yes, I think I've done the best I could. There is nothing that is hidden. There is this euphoria. Whew, it's all out, out in the sun. Someone else heard it. And then I guess I just want to sit down and relax. But this program is so wise and smart. Now it's not anymore about me, myself, and I. This was all done because now if I don't want to repeat the mistakes I've done in the past, I'm supposed to be of service. And whoa, how do I do that? How can I know that I will not repeat these mistakes that I've been doing all my life? So I've been given very simple, direct, and very simple directions, again and again in this program. If you're not willing, ask for willingness. Asking God to take all character defects. And for what? To be use, to be, in order to be useful and in order to serve others, first God and then men, and then fellows. And for that I need His strength, not me anymore. As I go out from here, where do I go? I, from now on, I go to serve, to serve others, not myself anymore. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Farid. Would anyone else like to comment on this paragraph before we move on? All right. Let's move on to the next paragraph then. Michelle, would you read please? Hello, Patricia. Can I can I I don't know why my phone keeps going back to mute. I, I don't know. Can I um say something please? Okay, we can take one one last uh comment okay, before um, moving on. Go ahead, Patricia. Yes, um I just wanted to share about this it says um, my Creator, you should have. Um, I am now willing that you should have all of me, and there's is a there, And I just wanted to show my my understanding on this. Is all of me is not just my behavior. It is my hands and my feet, and and then it says to do God's bidding, and that means that I am now. And he He is now my director. We had that understood in the and back before these pages, that he is my director and and that I am to do now his bidding with my hands and my feet, my mind, my behavior. Everything needs to be done for, for him. I am no longer serving me. And I have learned that um, he does take care of these defects of character as I serve him. It it is so amazing, the changing of my mind. It's like my mind, I can actually see the wheels turning to say, no, Patricia, we're not going to respond that way because I'll pray. I'm like, God, what do I do? And, and he'll he'll tell me, and it's like, wow. And, and I respond the way he's telling me, and I actually, I think I shocked the people because no, most people, when they react, I was working at Walmart, so most people, when they reacted the way they did to me, other people would react a similar way where I wouldn't. I would just say, yes, ma'am okay, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry about that, blah, blah, blah. Even though it was not my mistake, it had nothing to do with me, had not, you know, and stuff. And it was just amazing how God took control as I gave it to him, you know, as I stayed close to him throughout my whole day. You know, this is not just a prayer in the morning in the hopes that, because that's how I used to do it. You know, I pray in the morning and just go about my day, but this is not what this says. When he said all of me, he meant my hands and my feet and everything else, not just my, my defects of character and my people pleasing or my serving my servant's heart, not just that, but also my hands and feet. Because he, he would tell me to do things for the people at work at home. He'd, he'd tell me to do stuff from my home and bring stuff to them at home. You know, you know what I mean? So it's all about him. That's what I'm learning. Anyways, thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Patricia. Um, I think our time today is we've used it, and so we won't move on to the next paragraph at this time. Um, Instead, I would like to thank everyone who has shared, and we will now close with the reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Michelle, would you please read a vision for you? Uh,
11: Yes, good morning. This is Michelle, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order